Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on a Monday, 26th of April. Monday show this week, due to Anzac Day, recording as we always are from the league capital of the world, Sydney Portier. Joining us as he always does, one test thunderino, former Hong Kong board, rugby league board member, attended the game last night. He's hungover. Jack, how's it going, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, yeah, good day at the league yesterday. Got a bit too excited after it. Uh, it was an old-fashioned rugby league shindig. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I didn't watch much of the Sunday games live because we're at the pub and we're sitting in the background and yarn-based. Um, but yeah, the uh, the rest of the week I thought was phenomenal. Um, starting from Knights, Panthers on the Thursday. Well, gee, I love my Thursday night footy at the moment. And yeah, a couple of boilovers to make the race for the eight. Interesting to say the least now. I think, you know, th- two weeks is a long time in a rugby mm-hmm. league. But you like look at what the Todd Paytons and the Cowboys and the Dears Hazards and the Manly Seagulls were two weeks ago. You look at them now. Um, mm-hmm. The comp is in, in fine. Uh, it's, it's in really good. Ha- it's looking good. It's in good, Nick, isn't it? And I think let's just start at the bottom. Are we getting? Are we putting a black line through the Bulldogs? Well, they bit the Sharks, like a good Sharks team. You so, think, no, not quite yet. Okay. The Broncos? Yes. Tigers? No. What? Because they, they just about beat Rabbitohs. Two weeks ago, they yeah. almost beat the Rabbitohs. Does that say more about the Rabbitohs or does that say more about the Tigers? Well, I don't look. It's it's round what seven or whatever, Harry. I think if you're a South fan, you don't mind playing a bit poorly at the moment, and they're still mm. winning. I agree with that. Now, would you say that the top four are going to be the top four at the end of the season? There's there's, there's the Panthers, Eels, Rabbitohs, and Storm. Pretty. I mean, we've got the Roosters here hanging on fifth, but there's so actually fifth at the moment, are they? The Roosters are fifth on... They are equal with Storm. Um, okay. But to me, to me, I think it's one to five is set, surely. And maybe there's a bit of an order change in there somewhere due to lack of form or something. But there, I think, uh, the other five, two, seven... Then you've got the other nine teams fighting for places five to eight, three places. Yeah, I think the five to eight is a is a very no, sorry six to eight. Yeah, sorry the six three to eight. You're going to get the roosters up there somewhere. Yeah, six to eight is an extremely open, wide race. Um, yeah, so, and to be race. honest, it's going to be which team can just find the right run of form at the right time. It's timing now for those 
for, especially if you just don't want to be making up the num- numbers in the eight. And I guess if you look at it that way, our Warriors aren't in too bad a shape, even though we got touched up a bit last night. Yeah, we got we got beaten up by just a red-hot Storm team. Who's beaten Melbourne and Melbourne this year? Not many people are going to do that. Um, we may as well start with the Warriors. We'll get them out of the way. Well, let's let's start with the Warriors. Um, we'll get them out of the way early. We were missing eight players or something. We had some funky stuff pre-kickoff. No Tohu. I don't even know what happened to Sean O'Sullivan. I still don't even think I've heard it. Did they just drop him? Nah, surely not. I think they it's must just... have. Wow. I mean, they're, yeah, they're putting a lot of their uh, eggs in the basket with Reese Walsh, but we'll move on to him. Let's start with him. I think he's the most exciting warrior I've seen make a debut since Sean Johnson. Oh, yeah. Sean Johnson. 2011. 11. Grand final. So he didn't play 10? No. No, you're right. He, oh, was he still playing in 20s in 2010? I think he was. Correct. Yeah. Luke Walsh. Sorry. Fuck. I'm, I've been calling him Luke Walsh a bit, and I cannot do that to the poor guy. Um, Reese Walsh. What he did yesterday, starting, it's like going. I mean, it was it was apt that it was Anzac Day. He was he was like going into a, a World War One battle with slim chances of survival. They did target him early with a few bombs. He looked a little bit skittery, but fuck, he showed some class. Now, on pure on the ITS, the Warriors got beaten up. But what he did at the end of the game, the speed and the playmaking ability of six, his closest comp after seeing him play for 80 minutes, he looked like Kalen Ponga, but maybe with a little bit more raw pace. I was blown away by how good he was as an 18-year-old. What about you? you were well, I was at the game. I mean, I think, oh, to be honest, I left with eight minutes to go, so I did miss those last... <laughs> you missed the whole highlights of Reese Walsh then. Yeah, I know. So, but I did watch it again this morning. Um, he made a couple of horrific errors too. But I, do you put that down to eighteen-year-old youthfulness? Um, still, yeah. And I think hopefully you can put it down to that. Uh, yeah, look, it looked nice, silky, silky, didn't he? Um, oh. And you're right, putting him with those sort of Kalen Palmer brackets, not bad. But yeah, it's exciting. Um, but it does make it interesting with what we're doing now with Roger. Like, are we really putting all our eggs in the Reese Walsh basket? Well, and showing that he can perform at that level, then you know, what do we do with Roger? We're paying him a million bucks a year to be a fullback. Yeah, I'd, I'd play Roger at fullback and I'd play Luke Walsh at six. And I would put Cody Nicarima at seven. Until Chanel comes back, then I would drop Cody Nicarima to the bench playing 14 jersey. Um and I think that's Cody Walker's destiny. Uh, sorry, Cody Nicarima's destiny is to play 14 in a good team. If he's your halfback, you know, he's hot and cold, you're not going, unless you've got an amazing team around you, you're not going huge places at the end of the season. But I think if he's your 14... Badly, Harry. Hmm? Cody's not playing badly. He defended so bad last night. Though. Yeah, he does miss. But I mean... What sevens, any seven in the comp is going to miss tackles, you know? That's true. I mean, that's the thing. The the Some of the great halfbacks out there, some of the form halfbacks, you Mitchell Moses, people do spotlight on the little halfbacks, but I felt like that the Storm targeted Nick Arima last night. Jerome Hughes, has he gone up another level? Yes, that, that try he set up with Fuck. that bloody the side of the foot. He is a... Oh, I, I listened or read a bit about Bellamy's press conference and just how he's 
they admitted they threw him into the into the melting pot. They really believed in his uh, skill set more than he did, really. So it's take now he's actually believing how good he was. Amazing that he made his debut for Titans. Gold Coast thirteen, and then had one game in the camp. Again, could you say that's another one the Cowboys let go? Jeez, I'm prepared to. Yep, if it makes the story better, they've got one back this week with Tom Dearden, which leads us to a you know well on Reese Walsh. What the fuck is going on with the Broncos? I mean, how is like they they would have held on to all these players ten years ago, right? Like they would have just had stockpiles of talent, like Reese Walsh and Dearden and geez, who else are they like for feeder? They're just no one wants to play for them anymore. Like the the board, the guys running that joint, they it's just a, need to. Go. They need a, a clean. It's a travesty. Like it's what the game always needs. A, a juggernaut Broncos side. It's just what our game's been founded on. Like as you know, as long as the Broncos have been in the competition, there's been. For us, especially for us, right? Like our upbringing. It's just like those sides of the mid to late night, they never lost a player. They never lost a fucking player while they were in their pomp. And this current crop, to lose a guy like Luke Walsh, who, fucking Luke Walsh, Reese Walsh, but David Fafida. Now, Tom Dearden, I'm not sure if he's going to be all that good or not, but still, he's a, you know, he's a prime youngster, you know, hasn't even got close to his peak yet. And the Cowboys have been managed to take him away. I don't know he's a Cowboys junior. Was he? Nah. Yeah. He's actually from up that way, Toddy Payton was saying um, this week. Mm. How long till Tony Staggs leaves? I can just see that being the next domino to fall. Jeez. And I reckon the Dragons will get him. Because he's a Wellington boy, isn't he? He's not from Brisbane. Oh, yeah, Wellington, New South Wales. You're right. So I think he... Blake Ferguson. Why was he not in the state football... Uh, Chet last year. Who is he in New South Wales that, or Queensland? He's New South... Oh, hold on. He surely is New South Wales, isn't he? He was injured. He was? Did he, was he good enough? Maybe he wasn't. They had good centres, right? He had a bad injury last year when he was just hitting form. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. So, but I mean, there's a that's a, a, a rip football quality player that isn't there. Um, it'll be interesting to see what how fast they can bring him back, you know? But yeah, I mean, Matt Lodge has still got two thousand. He's got a two-year player option, so they're going to be paying him to two thousand twenty-three and two thousand twenty-four. Fuck! They re-signed him to a four-year deal. Five, five year. No. No better. I mean, well, hate to say it though. Two years ago, he was that he was amazing. Two years ago, Lodge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When him and Haas came onto the scene together as a twosome, I remember Lodge. So Lodge was injured all last year, and he didn't really ever find his feet. He was f- fucking good in 2019. Where did but, Brisbane finish in 2019? Because that was Wayne they, Bennett. They got to, oh, they nah, lost to Sebs, St. George. Nah, Sebes had them in the finals, and Parramatta fucked them by a 60 or something. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the start of the... That's right. right. West, yeah. Um, so the Broncos, they're just, I, I can just see you've got Kivy, but who's to say, who's saving that club right now? Well, they've got the resources. I mean, the Brisbane's a big city with plenty of people wanting to save it, but it's almost like it's a conspiracy so that they can get a second Queensland team supporters. But wouldn't you want them to be extremely strong if that was the case, the opposite? 
no, because now because I got diehard Broncos fans. I don't know they would be they'd, they'd jump at joining another team. Fuck off! They would jump. Dolan's mentioned it. Really? Like Dolan, oh, maybe you just get that way after a loss. Now he probably wouldn't. Oh, actually, for Clint, if Redcliffe came in, he could jump because he's a Redcliffe boy. Okay, shout out to Clint. Um, so that's the thing with us, right? If they started up a Orcas team in New Zealand mm-hmm. that was sort of based out of South Island or sort of Wellington Christchurch, yeah, be hard on the Warriors. It'd be hard. I don't think we could. No, nah, you can't jump for the Warriors now. That's just just as who we are. Yeah. Um, if we're living in crime scene or Wellington, then uh, then we'd probably have the right to jump. But we, to, you know, to be we a foundation so. member of the club. I'd still find that hard. I don't think I could jump. What? Too what much did you find hard? To jump. How the fuck oh, do you know, jump from your club? I couldn't. I couldn't. But And I don't think we would because we live in Aussie. But, I mean, I wouldn't hold it back to somebody like Tibbs or Reece Denny that were living in crime scene if they'd have every right. To, oh, I think. Well, Abdo has said, he's basically foreshadowed there's going to be 18 teams. And... They've kind of hinted New Zealand could be an option. Well, I mean, it's if you need players, that's where you go, right? We've got ready-made union people that if we can intercept them before they get to you know that sixteen, seventeen-year-olds, like yeah, we'll have the players, right? I mean, it's that's it, it, a no-brainer in that respect. Yeah, it's a good marketing tool against um, the devil's game. So, okay. Would you, if you were the Tigers, there's been this has been a huge debate this this morning on our um, NRL fantasy chat. There's some very angry men on that forum, um, and they fucking hate Michael Maguire. The majority of them. I'm a major. I'm a major apologist. But that's the one thing about Australians: they don't like hard work, and they realise. <laughs> No, but they realise hard work doesn't mean success. Oh, I reckon immigrants, because we're immigrants at the end of the day, Ree Harry, mm. and I think we've still got an immigrant sort of mentality that, I don't know where it comes from, but that we think hard work makes success. But when you aren't an immigrant in a country, I feel as though you know and just something in your in your philosophy means that you don't work as hard because you don't have to. Interesting. Very interesting. I've never actually thought of myself as an immigrant, but I guess we are. Um, with Madge now I've been a Madge apologist I just keep having it in my head if you've won a premiership then you know you deserve a little bit more respect I think the West Tigers roster is fucking dog shit and I don't think you can solely blame the coach for the roster however on further reflection and chatting to someone today he brought up that if you look at the last season and a half for the Bunnies and add that to the current tenure with the Tigers. Madge's winning record is appalling. I think in the low to mid-30s. And even his last year and a bit with the Bunnies was... Because he got fired, didn't he? Yeah, lost the dressing room, as they say. Because worked the, them so pre-season. That's the chat with Madge, is that he, and he's just... He's one way or the highway. And I have to say, I've, I have reflected a lot on Madge today. I think that there's probably both parties are right. I think that Madge, maybe his mode of coaching 
isn't maybe necessarily cut out for the modern day footy team. But I think on the other side, it's not his fault that the Tigers are going so fucking badly right now. They're just a shit bunch of players. You've got to think, you get rid of Madge tomorrow, say. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You go to, who, Who's in the market? Is it Flanagan? Oh, like, God. But yeah, I guess Flanagan strikes me as a very similar coach to Madge. Exactly. So I'm, unless you're going to take a punt, and I don't think the Tigers seem to take could afford to take a punt on like uh, the Walker brothers or something. Um, oh, you know, Tuvi. Like I don't know. Like it just there's not much. I reckon Medge is a safer bet at the moment. I think right now the way that this club is in the the state it's in, and apparently people half of the board are leaking that Madge is going to go. Like it's it's dysfunction to the highest order. And it made me think today is, I think what happens is we need to demerge the Tigers. And basically as the grand final curtain raiser, you align with Balmain or Wests. They put their best team on the park. They play. So you basically, it's like an inter-club battle. And whoever yeah. wins, their team stays in the uh, in the comp. It's it would be basically like the old promo relegation game in the English Premier League. The richest game yeah. in football. Um, yeah. That the hard thing with the Tigers is how many fucking how many juniors would you have in that current team? How many Balmain or how many West juniors? They're all playing for other clubs, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I just they just about beat the Rabbitohs last week. They yeah. could have, and they played well. They played with purpose. Um, you know, and they, it was. 10 minutes of the 80 minute, oh, I know it wishes lead, which got them destroyed yesterday as well. Like Tom Turbo and. Oh my God. He just carved them up like. Oh my God. You know, they're going to carve up better teams than the Tigers, you know? I can't wait to see just where this manly side can go. Now, I actually said they were going to win the comp last year. I had egg on my face. They were fucking horrific last year. This year, they started poorly. I've never seen. One player have so much effect. We've talked about this on previous shows. We don't need to go into it. But Foran and Cherry Evans and Tapao, like, just haven't even seen them look remotely like this for a year. Right. And so Jason starting to look okay. Schuster is a player. Well, we knew that. He just needed that time, you know. I like him playing second round. He's fucking big, thick. Um, yeah. Very thick player. But Tom Tavoyevic was, it was just a, I think... Rugby League Week gives him a 10 for that game. What he was doing. Wow, really? Yeah, and I reckon he would have probably got a 9 for the week before. So he, he's he's a runway I mean, chance for a uh, to, to finish very high in daily. This is the kind of dominance he's doing. And it made me think, and this is never happens because he's never fully, fully fit. But it, but two to three years ago, we were saying that a fully fit Turbo versus a fully fit Tedesco. It's fucking close. And, yeah, I mean, what I would say is, and I've said this before, that there's almost, and I'm not saying this was a conspiracy, but injuries during a year, mm. so 25 rounds is a lot of rounds of football in a very tough physical competition. Mm. There is a strategic, like, teams don't rest play. Oh, they do occasionally when you're, like, up the top. But I always mm. feel for Tom, like, that having some weeks off with, I don't know, hemis or whatever, mm. almost is good for him. Yep. You know? Yeah, 
not just Tom that's a player like that. I think it's, you know, Adam Fanua Blake. Like, I know it's annoying those Tom, but at least he's getting a bit of a rest now. So he'll be as fresh as hell around 13, whatever he comes out. If we're really having a crack at that six to eight spot, you know, I just think there is a strategy. You've got 30 players in your top squad. Day in, day out, you get, you know, the old availability is the best ability yarn. Mm-hmm. Like, very rarely in the NRL can one player play all game. You know, that, they're the type of Adam Elliott's or, you know, Cam Smith was a freak. Mm. But even like, um, you know, those real resilient players aren't, you have to have them in your team, but they're not going to win you the games. Yeah, people that turn up every week. Yeah, I think there's more players missing games now. Um, I think the HIAs come in, like there was, I think it was Harris, Warriors, Tohu, just yeah. didn't pass the concussion syndrome. It feels like there's more and more players doing that. With Tommy Turbo, they actually sat him for the last 15 minutes was brilliant to yep. see. They'd already flogged the Tigers. That passage in the middle, it was just glorious. Now, if you look ahead, it'd be very interesting to see now the Red Hot Eagles have got the Panthers. Saturday, 3 p.m. Fuck. Wow. At Brookie? No, no, because they played Brookie last. I went to the game on Thursday night a couple weeks ago, so they must be playing in Panther, Panthers. Bathurst. Oh, they're taking it on the road. Ooh. Jesus. $1.20 Panthers. I think that's the biggest overs I've seen of the season. Four fifty dollars Sea Eagles, after what they've been doing. I mean, it's the Panthers, though, Rihari. Oh, did, fuck. Did you see what the Sea Eagles did to the Tigers? I know it's well, the Tigers. Yeah. Okay. Other things I want to hit quickly. You'll be very happy about the Raiders' performance because you've been knocking them. And I'm a, and I'm a, I keep sticking with the Raiders. Are you going to apologise? Not yet. I'm, I'm still backing them to come right, come good. Just like we both back the Eagles to come good. Well, they're not going to be in the top five. Or... Correct. It's going to be more your late 2000s Terry Campisi style Raiders making a run for the back end of the eight type Raiders year. Yeah, 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 agreed. Um, you know, your young Jared Croker, um, that era. I'll tell you who did look bloody good for them, and they need to get him on the field more, is Corey Hawera Nera. Like, he's he's good. They've got too so, much forward talent. They can't fit them all on the field. They dropped Tapane and dropped Papali uh, to the bench. What do they do now? What does Ricky do now after losing to the fucking Cowboys? Shout out to Todd Payton. Um, who they got this week? Okay. South. Oh. That's Thursday night footy, isn't it? Oh, it is too. G-I-R. That is something special, isn't it? No trail, though. No, I still, you think, still back the back South, right? Yeah, absolutely. Best in career best form. Not career best, but um, I mean... Oh, that, oh, I can't wait for that. What a Thursday night game. So, right. David Fafita first half hat-trick and the Titans still go down and a pretty poor finish to to the Bunnies. But that was Benji, that was Benji Marshall magic. Again, the Tigers didn't want to re-sign Benji. He was begging to play there. He's pissed off. He says it. And again... Again, what it comes down like Benji and like Campbell Hunt's now in the Broncos squad. 
I'm a big slagger off of, of players that turn their back and play rara, but it actually is good for your career because it, your body, I think it's, everyone knows, your body does not get as toweled up as it does in league and union. I think that little sojourn that Benji's done, etc., has actually helped him at the back end. And Carmel, like Carmel Michael's still fit as because he's played so much rara. This this second, this third, or whatever, it might even be a fourth act of Benji's career. Unbelievable. He played really well last year too. And I thought and I, that, there's I no chance of him playing. Why, why would he retire at the end of this year, the way he's playing? No. He looks, looks, and he's such a professional. Like He plays that night, uh, what was Tigers, Rabbitohs, uh, sorry, Rabbitohs titles was Friday night. 40-30. The next day, next day, uh, on Fox Sports, and to be honest, I was I wasn't a huge fan of the media because I thought he was a, too much of a, he's a yes. He didn't have an opinion, but he's sort of changed. Like compared to what he's worth, he's actually one of the best out there. Just yeah. he brings enough. He brings enough knowledge of the game without being condescending, like innocent uh, Cronk trying to be. You know. Yeah. Look, a few things on that. I think him and James Graham together are brilliant. Um, yeah. Innes is just. It's just Ennis is just so bad. He just loves the sound of his own voice. He's over dominating. He shouldn't be a color man, an analyst. He shouldn't be in the commentary. I don't mind him being in the pre-match shows, but fuck, he is terrible. And I have to say, Kronk, after loving him last year, um, I'm dialing back the Kronk love of the commentary. It's he's just so aggressive. He's not very complimentary of players. I feel like he's always picking apart the weaknesses of, of guys' games. He's extremely harsh. He um, loves uh, loves Storm and Roosters players. Yeah. Every other team doesn't get a, sh- a show. I've yeah. noticed that. Yeah, he's very critical. And I think that, you know, as an ex-player, yeah, you want to be able to keep it real. But Benji's got a little bit more of the humility, human side to him. I think he's good. James Graham is awesome. Those two bounce off each other well. That's right. What's that? James Graham. It's actually, I met him at the SCG. Do you remember that that time I was there at uh, the members' stand at one of the test matches? Yeah, he's actually just like an absolute gentleman. Like you would actually be worried about him slipping or saying something racist or sexist or something because he's so honest. Mm. But he actually doesn't have that in his body. He actually doesn't have that in his psyche, so he can never say it. He's just he'll be he's just refreshingly honest, you know. He's a classic ex- example of someone who's just his on-field and off-field personas couldn't be couldn't be further apart. Yeah, like Stu Pearce on WhatsApp in real life. <laughs> Shout out to Stu Pearce, big listener of the show. Has the game gone soft? That tackle Josh Curran made on look, people are going to get injured occasionally in rugby league. Josh Curran getting sinbin last night. He's been charged on the injury. Oh, it's bullshit. Every everyone who I mean, all the commentators, anyone who who saw it on Twitter or the paper had had no issue with it, and it's almost like they no, no issue with the tackle, no issue with the tackle. Oh yeah, and it's almost like the NRL have now doubled down on it and said, "No, no, he was wrong," and they've fucking they've charged him. You're kidding? They've charged Curran with a grade two. What about the Pereira one? I guess why? Well, I don't want to get into the bloody charges and grading and shit, but that is a disgrace. Like, sorry for George Jennings getting injured, but it's rugby league, man. Oh, unbelievable. Um, 
so in to the five weeks? Yes, and actually, I don't like referring to the NRL 360 match, but they had a really good uh, discussion about last week about these fucking on-field melees or whatever you want to call them, mm. where they just run it in handbags. Like, <laughs> fucking get it out of the game. And Paul Kent said one thing, that, and I totally agree, he goes, we used to laugh at VFL for doing this. Now we're doing exactly the same fucking thing. I know. So he's basically said, and this, he's right, we basically just have to find the third man in. Yeah. Like, you can have a one-on-one tussle. If a third man doesn't matter what, they get just fined, 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 until people just, because it's just embarrassing. Yeah. It's, um, I actually tuned in. I sent you a video of that NRL 360 last week, just shouting at each other. It is yeah, like, fuck. Like that too. I don't mind that. Nah. I, I want I want analysis. I want analysis of my league, my league shows. I don't want fucking an alcoholic Phil Rothfield struggling with a sentence, and then he's winding up Paul Kent, who's shouting back at him, and then James Hooper is fucking shouting. It's just fucking horrendous. Yeah, actually, I love it. I love how Buzz. Buzz is actually he's a bit of a dicky, but fucking hell, he just winds up people. Yeah. You can see it. He's actually yeah. like me in a way. He's got a little smile at the corner of his mouth. Fucking right. big, big red tomato nose on him. Um, I think this weekend is full of cracking games. You mentioned the Thursday. We're getting Thursday. We're getting juicy Thursday night footy. And I think that's that's the difference now between the, the draw makers this year and maybe last year and a few years ago. Remember they used to always make Monday night the dud game. It was just, an, it was like it was great that there was footy on Monday night, but it was always but, but two of the still, worst teams. But I still, it's still watchable. Thursday or Monday? I'll go Thursday any day. Love. Yeah, Thursday. look, I, you know that when I was up in Sydney a couple of weeks ago, like that Thursday we had at Club Valley. Is that to me? That is what Thursday night league's all about. Like just going to have a couple of beers, yep. a meal. Oof. I mean. Can do it at home or the pub, but I mean Sydney. That is your life. Go down and have like a nice. Get home at about ten thirty. Have a good sleep. It starts your weekend off beautifully, doesn't it? Yeah, this Raiders Rabbitohs is going to be like that. What what at the at the experience? Anything good about um, Amy Stadium last night? Anything you bought a few mates, a few non leggies So twenty thousand, just under twenty one thousand tended. Mate, the atmosphere was brilliant. The mm-hmm. storm. Um, Fans were like singing, like really? actually, saw like an English, uh, an English league song. It's fucking brilliant, actually. What song? Um, what song are you talking about? I, uh, I don't can't remember exactly what I was so pissed, but it was um great. Oh, great atmosphere. Um, brilliant. And it's a lot of noise and stuff. And they are. I mean, I've been to a lot of Sydney League, obviously, right? Because I did the voodoo round. Mm. Um. I don't know whether it's because the Sydney crowd are too know so much about league that they just don't have time to sing, but the Storm fans, they were singing and chanting and just it was a great atmosphere and a crowd and a good crowd, right? They just once you get noise in there, it really is Coliseum uh arena based. What did you were you drinking full strength? So Roast and I I roast a good listener to the show, a few listeners will know him. Um we saw Volkman, uh, your you know business partner, on a photo on a boat on Friday in the Sydney Harbour, and he reckons he had no alcohol beer in his hand. Mm-hmm. And me and Roast, I went and picked him up from Mornington, not from Frankston. I go, 
Oh, no, he, he had the idea that we should do a Volkman and just, like, have a non-alcoholic drink between our beers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, actually, that's a good idea, you know. I've got work tomorrow, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that didn't last. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we tried Great Northern for, like, two, which, I don't know, that's, what, 4% or something. But mm-hmm. uh, then it got... But then you... That's the problem, but right? can you get full strength at Amy Park? Uh, no, they're Great Northerns. But then we had a... And then we went back to a different bars on the way back and oh you know holly arbor do you know holly arbor i would have been there with you after league tests and league games potentially because we're all quite hungry and made my german mate thorsten with us and they allow us just to go it's, it's quite a nice bar actually that's where i met my wife mm. and they allow you just to go over to like the real dodgy sort of australian sort of pizza joint pizza oh, and pasta joint brilliant it's order, and they bring it over to you. Oh, there's nothing better. There's those old pubs that used to get used to order Thai takeaway, and they used to bring yeah. it over, and you could eat it in there. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, so they they brought it over. Well, it was, yeah, it's good for uh, their mid oh, And it's just one thing about, I guess, Melbourne League, and it's the same as – but Melbourne League is, you know, you're in a big city, and it's very hard to find league people, right? Like, I, don't, I wouldn't know if there's anyone on my street that watches league – but when you can get in Melbourne's a very uh, competitive Sydney. Melbourne's more like a central city, as in the 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 inner city. Like it radially, all the transport links go into it, so it's where people meet. So, in an tower in Newcastle, League Memorial Stadium, you get a, just a high density of leagueies in quite a small area. And for me, as a league in Victoria, that's brilliant. You know. Yeah, I feel like if you're at Amy Park. You, you want to be there. There's none of this bullshit, yeah, cool, I'll you know, bring my cousin's maid who's never seen a game of rugby league. If you are at Amy Park in Melbourne, you're a diehard yeah. league fan. Um, just before we go, I'm going to tick off, obviously there's a, there's a, it's almost like a a life challenge really is for you to tick off every, as many league rounds as you possibly can that have yeah. seen in the hour game. Now, this is the unusual circumstance where I'm going to get one over you with Gosford. You've never seen any arrow game at Gosford. I'm up there Sunday afternoon. No, no, but you you were due to go up there one week earlier in the year, I think, and you blew out. So we actually get it done. I will get it done. It's a two o'clock game. I'm going to take my son to his first Warriors game to see the Cowboys. A homecoming for Toddy Payton. And I look forward to getting my eyeballs on. What's that? Be drive from your house? Yeah, I'll drive there an hour and a half, I reckon, hopefully. Okay. Um, any okay so we'll go through the rest Friday games pub games Storm Sharks and then the Brisbane Derby or the Queensland Derby Broncos Titans who played last not not too long ago but two Titans should do that easy right or Mm. (laughs) you'll know a lot about the Titans if after that game yeah Doggies Eels Knights, Roosters, and finishing oh, off with Dragons, Tigers. Knights, Knights, Roosters is interesting for me because Knights weren't bad against the Panthers. I, I thought they started well, the difference in class, but I think the Knights were okay. Yeah, you're right. They were okay. And then so then you got Dogs, Eels, Little Be Eels, unless Trent Barrett somehow got a new lease of life out of them. What's the other game on Saturday? Panthers, Eagles. That's the game of the round. Panthers, Eagles, yeah. Panthers. And then... Sunday you got the Warriors, and then what's the six pm or the four pm game? Pretty shit, Dragons, Tigers. Uh, yeah, well, two teams that are desperate. 
Mm. I love those desperate games. So Josh McGuire lost <clears throat> his every game he played for the Cowboys. No, nah, didn't he win one? Did he win one? Uh, nah, he, he lost every game, and then he's lost every game for the Dragons. Jeez. He's the bad luck charm. That is huge. Oh, that's just a huge game for McGuire in that oh, club, isn't it? Oh, come on. Stand up, Tigers, at Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. Oh, a Maybe? sunny Sunday Arvo. Remember when they used to have the rule over the um, Dragons in the Benji era? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, except 2010 preliminary. Actually, a uh, big Tigers fan, Stu Rich, you know, a uh, big fan of the show, he actually rang me up straight after the um, Tigers game and just sort of said, Jack, you must have been through this before. How do you know if your coaches lost the dressing sheds? Um, I was like having to talk him off the edge of the gap, you know. Oh. He was the bad play. I'll, I'll see if I can catch him for a, for a beer later on. I'm going to Leichhardt, actually. That's one of my other games this year. Um, I think it might be a rabbit hole. Sunday afternoon at Leichhardt. I've only wow. ever gone to night games at Leichhardt, so it's my first day game. So he's the guy to go with because he really, that's his, uh, that's right where, that's where he thrives. That's the eighth wonder of the world, he calls it. Um, all right, well, we will get back to a Sunday. You were doing a lot of quick hot takes on the new rules. Have yeah. you, what you what are you thinking now? We're round seven in. We've now had a bit more time to see how it's going. Coaches and players have been able to adapt. What do you think? Well, like we, we were on record last week. I, I hate the two-point field goal. Yeah, I forgot. That's fucking... I think, yeah, I, think, I think I'm warming to the, the scrums, not having a scrum from when you're kicking it out. Yeah. But the seven tackle set, the restart set from not being back ten, I'm still fifty fifty on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't mind I think that there's just it's just such it's just too much up for interpretation, which is fine. Different refs riff the game differently. But I just think it's too much of a penalty. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a few of- more weeks. You? Yeah, okay. I don't mind. I mean, one thing I have noticed is just even that Knights Panthers game where I wasn't really into it on an emotional level, but it's an intense 40 minutes of watching. Like, I've noticed Warriors just you can't take your eyes no. off it. No. It's, and all, I've said it's almost too intense. I mean, I can't even. It, it, I, I struggle to get up off the couch and get myself a beer. You know, you got to. Oh. When you do it, scrum, you've really got to take advantage of it, you know? That Warriors Dragons game last Sunday, you know how that last five minutes was so nervous, and I couldn't watch it. And I was just having—I started tidying up the house, but I was listening to see what would happen. And the difference, like you know, how a little set of a set of six takes, like um, you know, a certain period. It felt like the sets of six were taking twenty seconds each. When I was like listening in the room next door, um, the game is fast, and they are, and and you know teams can go up the field and. 80, it's a little bit of under 20s early Toyota Cup to it. Yeah, yeah, The, way, the yeah. speed at which they move up the up the field now. Um, and it has been the high-scoring game. Like, the games are more high-scoring, aren't they? Or, or have we had any... I wouldn't mind looking at that, actually. Listen, what are the, listen to these scores from last week. 24-6, 40-30, 46-6, then you've got a traditional 18-12, 26-24, 40-6, 34-10, 42-10, 
Lots of points. Yeah, there's a lot of tries being, a lot of points being scored. Um, but yes, but yes, it's good. I, I wouldn't have liked to. I'm happy with that, but I don't. I still want to have those grunt. What was 1812? Was that doggies sharks? Yeah, couple yeah. of battlers. Um, all right. Well, we're back on Sunday this week. Um, until then, there's going to be some some very good footy played. But uh, you've got to love your league. Got to love your league. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you to play.